0: hello how are you doing today and welcome to the corner of gray street podcast this is a new dave matthews band podcast that's dedicated to diving deeper into the past present and future of the band Yes, we are aware that the title is no longer used in the song Gray Street and hasn't been since 2002 or whatever, but honestly, we've always liked that lyric, and we really miss it, so Dave, can you bring it back, please? I guess we'll introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Bruce, um, a co-host, and I'm joined by Nolan. Nolan, say hi.
1: What's up, Bruce, and all of those thousands of fans listening? It's good oh, to, yeah. Uh, already- good to meet you all. Already. <laughs> hey. Exactly. Dave, if you're listening, what's up?
0: Uh, he will be. Um, well, Nolan, let's jump right in. Why don't you tell the fine folks uh, what this podcast will be, kind of what inspired us to do it, um, and you know what people can expect going forward.
1: Yeah. So obviously, we're huge fans of the band. Been following them for gosh, getting close to twenty years now. Uh, so we'll be discussing the most current DMB shows and reliving some of the better moments that the band has had in its illustrious career plan on releasing a brief synopsis of of each show um, on mondays we'll be recapping the past week and giving our reactions to the set list and music itself uh hopefully with some of you that are actually at the shows joining us to give us your your firsthand takes as well finally we plan on bringing in some interesting guests for some in-depth interviews i think we have a a few, uh, a few guests lined up. We we'll put some feelers us. out there. Yeah, got some feelers out there. Hopefully, they'll be joining us in the near future. But yeah, that's just a, a brief snapshot of the podcast where we'll be talking about our uh, our all time favorite band.
0: Sweet. Well, sounds good to me. I know I'm already hooked. Hopefully, everyone else is. Um, And, you know, kind of next, what I wanted to do is kind of talk about, you know, as we continue to introduce ourselves, talk about how we began as fans. What was our first time seeing the band? um, Not really live, per se, maybe on DVD and what our first time hearing them. Just what got us into this crazy fandom that is more of an obsession than anything?
1: I think that's a great way to start. We both probably start around the same time, uh, like the mid 90s. You know, I can remember hearing. Ants, and What Would You Say, and those Under the Table and Dreaming songs on the radio as a kid, and, you know, I I always liked the songs. I wasn't really sure who exactly the Dave Matthews band was or anything like that. I remember, you know, driving to, my parents driving me to school in the mornings and seeing the Fire Dancer stickers on on all the cars that we passed. You know, I was always intrigued, and then, uh, you know, I really, I started to pay more attention to them when before These Crowded Streets came out. Their masterpiece, my all-time favorite album. Uh, Absolutely,
0: yours and everyone else's.
1: Yes, it's the best. And my favorite song is on that crush. I've always loved it. You know, the thing that kind of stood out to me the most, I remember I went to New York City one time uh, in 1999, I think one of my first trips there, and seeing uh, an ad for BTCS, um in manhattan um, ooh, like
0: one of the big billboards or something
1: yeah yeah nice. it always always stuck out to me I, I mean it's such an iconic album cover and absolutely that just really stuck out to me and then you know i was still a casual fan um and then it wasn't until 2003 when i first saw the central park concert dvd that i became hooked and obsessed and just a freak fan uh yeah that, that concert. lack of better words just, yeah that concert is just the best and it's a flawless performance dave's energy throughout the concert is amazing the crowd incredible i mean that absolutely got me hooked and then we'll talk about this a little more here in a, here in a second but led me to going uh to my first concert in two thousand four. I know all of the diehards listening right now are probably rolling their eyes that two thousand four was my first concert. Uh, noob. such a noob. But um I've seen them every year since and uh glad I saw the Central Park concert when I did and uh you know kinda changed me as a as a music fan. So I know Bruce you had uh things you wanted to say about your uh the first cd you ever owned
0: yeah for sure um you know it was my dad and i used to you know i would always be either especially in the summers taken to or from a golf course or his work or something like that so we always had music in the car and we had several that we'd listen to i mean just repetitively and um hootie and the blowfish cracked rear view we all know that one um the wallflowers bringing down the horse was another one jacob dylan you know everyone knows the knots with him and dave that um, was all for not um but crash was the first one my dad had it and it was summer of 96 i'm seven years old you know obviously had been to a few shows by then. Um, but I remember just loving the initial part of the album. you know, Dave's counting to so much to say, I loved, uh, too much. It was very unique. Uh, Billy's, um, songs like that, obviously crash, you know, everyone kind of liked that song. Um, I don't know how much of a meaning it had to me at age seven. Um, but then, you know, as I became a teenager and kind of grew up and everything, um, you know, D&B became on the back burner. Like, I listened to, you know, I tried to be cool and listen to other, you know, popular music at the time. And then, um, I remember getting Gorge, the Gorge 02 DVD in 2004 from a friend at school. Oh, yeah. Watching it and being, I mean, you know, obviously we're here talking on the Grey Street podcast. The opening track to that DVD was Grey Street. And I was absolutely fixated on it. And, was you know really curious about um you know they had a fiddle player in you know the dancing Nancys and seek up of that dvd and then there came the raunchy i guess boisterous loud like dave and carter and bonds halloween and uh, that was just you know that that was cool i was like man what the hell like they did loving wings and where are you going a few minutes ago and then we've got this screaming match from you know metal dave over here on this halloween song and um you know it was i was an just
1: absolutely incredible carter intro
0: exactly and you know i was kind of just blown away and you know then i got the central park dvd more and more blown away and you know that led me to kind of being completely obsessed i mean this was you know, in 04, that was your first show. I know you'd already mentioned it, but which one was that? Do you remember anything from that?
1: So I remember going with a group of friends. Uh, I guess I was 14 and I think my mom or parents dropped us off. We sat at the lawn. I'm kind of kicking myself because I wish I probably don't didn't appreciate it for the show that it was at the time. Like looking back on it now, if I saw that show, I'd be like, oh, oh my God. Uh, but it was July 26, 2004, in Raleigh, uh, the All Tell Pavilion. What do you say? Yeah. Songs change names, I think, every year. Um, oh, yeah. The Stone Opener. Oh. First show opens with the Stone. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's well, perfect. And I know be you're meant that second. you weren't there since that's your very favorite song. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. They go Stone, Satellite, Granny, Love Granny. One Sweet World, a number 41, which was the tour debut. Then you go Hello Again into Rhyme and Reason. Yes. When the World Ends into Sugar Will. Crush, Fool to Think. Joyride, Crazy Easy. Back-to-back 04 songs right there. Uh, Then Too Much, Help Myself. Ants, Main Set, Closer and an encore of good good time tripping billies
0: yeah that's fantastic i mean that is um yeah you know, that's a solid 4 show there and you know a lot of those songs people are still chasing um you know a yeah. lot of those '04 4 songs wow what a way to go um i, I hate love you. the and yeah and I it. you know you're no longer to be on the podcast if you get a stone opener and all those great songs in your first show But speaking of first shows, and speaking of noobs, my first show was next year, 05. Same venue. Uh, Same venue. Uh, You and I went together June 29th, 05. I remember my mom taking me from the beach. We were somewhere down near, I think, Wilmington, North Carolina, back up to Raleigh. You know, some two and a half, three hours, whatever it was. And um, to allow me to go there to my first show with you. And when we got there, it poured on us. And we were just soaked, and of course we were in the lawn. Oh, uh, it as noobs often do. No, but uh, you know we love the lawn folks. But um, <laughs> you know me, it was a "Don't Drink the Water" opener, and me being a huge fan of Central Park, and with the mm-hmm. "Don't Drink the Water" prelude and everything, it was just perfect. I was like, oh wow, this is you know great. And then obviously we have a bunch of stand-up songs throughout the set. Um, a couple. A couple little uh, gems in there, you know, typical situation. It was a tour debut, say goodbyes in there. We've got a joyride tease right before an epic, I'm sure, stand up. <laughs> um, and then in the encore, we have a little 34 tease, um, mm-hmm. about a minute and a half worth, right into You Might Die Trying, back when Die Trying was... Not so great. Oh, five ish. They hadn't quite uh, molded into what it is today. Um, but closed with Watchtower. My feet were buried in the mud by the end from the dancing. And we had a fantastic show. Um, and, you know, obviously we were hooked from then on um, your second show and my first one. And we've been to so many since I don't even, you know, we forgot to count, but it doesn't really matter. Um, but speaking of going to shows together, let's uh, actually move on to this year. To the present uh, 2019 summer tour uh, Nolan and I went to uh, the first two shows and we went to our first well Nolan's been to a tour opener but I hadn't so we had to go to Pensacola um, with me living down in Florida it was you know kind of a no-brainer but um, so we had to do it and uh, Nolan what you think of your uh, first Pensacola experience
1: I'll tell you I've never been to the panhandle of Florida before
0: Beautiful area, by the way.
1: Beautiful area. Pensacola is a nice, quiet town. You know, going into the show, there was really nobody around. Just seemed like a sleepy Florida town.
0: Yeah, it was a little weird. Ghost town almost. So, Well, you know, Tuesday,
1: I guess. Yeah, Tuesday, maybe a little tough. The environment was just kind of strange. You know, the arena there is very old, like a minor league hockey arena. Ah, We sat in the penalty box. We literally sat in the penalty box and Go. not a lot of energy from the crowd. Um yeah. so that was for especially for a tour opener, you know, it was it was a bit strange. Just I've always had a good time at every Dave Matthews band show that I've been to. But it was just a it was just a weird vibe
0: there. But, I would agree. You know, and it seemed like that it kind of went hand in hand with you know not that it was a sleepy show per se but it was it was a little odd um, kind of a you know continuation of Europe not that any of us were there um, and the last summer um, and just like you said yeah it was a little bit of a weird vibe but that's okay we still had another show you know we um, we got a good best of what's around though and I think um, is that the only one of the tour so far Nolan yes it is in the encore
1: yeah I'll take Boa at every show Um, yeah for sure I would take Raven at every show too, which we got that night. Yes.
0: yes, with the new little buddy uh intro that's very jazzy. It's very nice. I like how they reworked that song a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I guess not a whole lot of takeaways. But Jacksonville, I mean, that was a different vibe, don't you think? It was I mean that was when we got there the next night, it felt like, you know, an event.
1: Yes. They they brought the ruckus uh for yeah. the show.
0: Yeah, exactly. Shout out. Shout out 904.
1: Shout out Jax.
0: Yes. You know, it made us really kind of feel like, why didn't they open the tour there? Why didn't they have two nights there? I know that's probably being a little greedy, honestly. But it was it was a complete 180, you know, atmosphere-wise, vibe-wise, energy-wise. You kind of finally got those, I don't know if you'd call them butterflies, but those show, pre-show jitters. Like those little bit like, you know, hell yeah, I'm going to a show tonight. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that was, you know, that was great. And
1: it was it was, was pretty, an absolute party vibe there. I mean, yeah, exactly. People people hitting the bars going into the arena. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of crazy outside of the arena. Yeah. Which was awesome. I think it kind of yeah. led to a, uh,
0: you know, a good vibe for the show. It led to a good show, you know, a good little start. You know, that girl is you opener. Uh, you know, it's grown to me a little bit. I think um,
1: you love it. You love it.
0: It's it's getting there for me, um, you know. I wasn't a, necessarily a fan of the album version, but live, I, you know, it's got a little, it makes me move a little bit. Um, but then, it you makes, know, it
1: makes you move gotta, a lot when Prez Hall jazz bands on it.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, they weren't there. Mm. Um, but, you know, later on in the set, we get one of the cooler moments of the tour with Susan Tedeschi. Um, and. Yes. Honestly, I don't want to take full credit here, but everyone should be well aware that I've been tweeting about her and her husband, Derek, guesting for several weeks prior to the show. I tweeted Stefan. I tweeted the band. I mean, they were all listening, obviously. Um, And, you know, they acquiesced to my demands. And Susan got up there. It would have been great to have Derek, but Susan is amazing. She can sing. She can play the hell out of that guitar. And I really wish she would have. You know, stayed up there to play another song, Spoon. <clears throat> but you know, <laughs> it's okay. We we got something that was had never been done before, and you know, it was all because of me and the power of Twitter, obviously. But um, you know, was there anything else before we move on, kind of to the overall feel of the first leg? Anything else from that show that we should let everybody know about because they're dying to know?
1: Oh man, I mean, just I will confirm. I saw the tweets. I uh, think I even told you, hey, you might. You might get flagged or something for uh, like harassment. Yeah, people. yeah. Um, but it worked. It's just too bad. Derek was backstage chilling, and uh, he'd have been awesome up on the stage too. He would have. I've been
0: a fan of his for a long time. Um, you know, Jacksonville guy again. You know, shout out.
1: One more highlight from that show. Uh, it might be the, you know, at the, at that point of the tour for sure, and maybe still. Uh, all along the Watchtower, I thought absolutely brought the house down, yeah. And and you know, it's easy to roll your eyes
0: at it on paper. You know,
1: seen Watchtower a million times, but it's awesome, it was awesome, and they absolutely killed it. And I think you know, bringing back the Stairway to Heaven partial uh, interpolation there with with Dave screaming that jam is awesome. They killed it. I I did that song.
0: They did. And, you know, that's kind of, honestly, a theme for the entire tour. They're playing very well. Um, And, you know, we go through the next few shows, and then we kind of hit a snag after the Nashville show where a lot of um, fans were a little bit uneasy about how the set lists were going. Now, again, band sounds great. It's hard to be overly critical, I guess. But, you know, when you're, you know, it kind of came to a head there, you know, after... Sold out show in Nashville. Saturday show, um, music capital of the freaking world almost, and you know plenty of opportunities for things. And it just seemed like not that the band laid an egg, but it just seemed very pedestrian. And fans were not pleased with that, so they started kind of commenting on Jeff's Instagram, tweeting at Stefan, you know, all the awesome things that we do, <laughs> and. We did not do that. We did not do that, though. For the record, we do not take in things like that. Uh, But people do, and that's, you know, whatever. Uh, But something seemed to change because, Nolan, what the hell happened in Des Moines, Iowa?
1: Well, not a lot happens in Des Moines, Iowa. That we're aware of. (laughs) That we're aware of. Des Moines, Iowa saw an insane amount of tour debuts. Uh, which was something that was kind of lacking uh, so far in the tour. Eight tour debuts in Des Moines. Big God Fish into Bartender, followed by So Right, all tour debuts. Then you get a mid set Stone tour debut, followed by Crash. Then a recently into Funny the Way It Is, into Typical. And then you get a sister E1 slot tour debut. When you've been going to shows for as long as we have and for as long as you know, a lot, lot of DMV fans have, and you're not really you're not really chasing songs anymore. You've just about seen them all. You just want yeah. variety, and you want to be 100%. surprised, and you want to see a tour debut, and you want to, you know, you just want to be guessing about what song's coming next. Um, Absolutely, that's, that's what makes the Dave Matthews Band so unique. It's unbelievable that they've never played the same set twice, and that's right that's what keeps people coming back and yeah it's incredible that, that they're able to do that
0: yeah and the, you know when you put in things that don't really happen a whole lot uh unfortunately in shows with you know the little segues between recently funny and typical just where the music kind of blends together and you just go right into the next song that's that's a lot of cool stuff and awesome. you know it was, a, it was just all of a sudden just boom des moines iowa here we go like all right I, Let's buy more tickets kind of thing. And then you hop over to St. Louis, Maryland Heights, Missouri next night. You get four more tour debuts. Say goodbye. Stay or leave. Grace is gone. Stone again, not a tour debut, but, you know, repeat from the night before. Stone can be played at every show, by the way. Um, And then two-step. Finally. Mm. Finally, we get a little two-step. You know, everyone's wanted it. And here it is. Um, It was a little rough around the edges, but, you know, who cares? Who cares? I'd rather see a two step that was messed up and them have to cover their asses and you improvise a little bit than you know to play a perfect version of a song I don't really care about um stand up, but you know <laughs> then you've got you know going back to that other uh tour debut of grace is gone i mean we're we're probably gonna talk about that in a second, but that you know stuff like that is fantastic and you know i think they kind of kept it together going into the texas shows the last two shows they were still solid what do we have there is what was uh woodlands there nolan any standouts from there
1: so much to say anyone seen the bridge too much yes to open the show love that yeah showing some creativity by dave which i love and you go seek up in the fifth slot there a late bartender 10 spot yeah. bartender mid set, yeah by itself digging a ditch tour debut pretty pretty solid show all around
0: yeah absolutely the next night i think was dallas yeah we've got uh stay in the second slot which is awesome a jtr mid-set which i believe was uh brought on by some torrential downpours and some chants uh which you know you don't that's another thing you don't see Dave, you know, bend over to those and no. not that he needs to all the time, um, but it is nice to see, especially, you know, a little nod to the rain, people getting drenched out on the lawn and, you know, just treat them a little bit with a little JTR. And then uh how about that encore? A little two step Halloween action. How about that?
1: Man, I love seeing two step into Halloween and in an encore. Don't you, Bruce?
0: Yeah, I do. I've never walked out before one of those have happened ever. Um, mm. So I've seen them. <laughs> I've always just been there to see them all. But, you know, that was that two step is actually very well played. I think they kind of were a little rusty on the first one. That one was really good. We hope that that kind of continues. Um, but, you know, that that's what we're talking about. At those last four shows, you give us some stuff that we're really just we on the edge of our seat, not knowing what's coming. Uh, some classics come back, some bust outs. Um, and it's really some standout performances. I mean, I think we're going to talk about a couple of those now. Um, We wanted to play a few for you guys as we take a break here. Um, Nolan, what was something that you chose uh, from the first half, or I guess first leg here, standout-wise?
1: Well, for me, it's no question uh, JTR. Uh, It's pouring down rain there's a great video of it on YouTube. Yes, shout out
0: Andy Mendoza. Andy Mendoza shouts to you for yes. recording the entire Dallas show. Um it's up on YouTube. Check it out, everybody.
1: The crowd starts chanting JTR. You see Dave having the discussion about what to do next. He switches from the raised B. They start playing JTR. It's one of my favorite songs. Uh you know, wish they played it more. Yeah. We actually back in twenty thirteen in Charlotte. Concert got delayed by an hour and a half due to the same oh, yes. weather conditions with uh, with some lightning mixed in. Um, it was brutal. Brutal. But uh, we had seats, so we didn't get soaked. Um, Correct. And, you know, Dave teases JTR with the six string and then goes into seven. Oh,
0: I mean, aw- it was so awesome. So awesome. That was exactly what I wanted. No, but seriously, Um <laughs> that was a fantastic show. We'll probably talk about that show later. Um, yes. we'll Revisited some, but yeah, it was a little tease. I guess, thanks for the nod, though, honestly, Dave, but we would have liked JTR there. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll give you a little bit of JTR, and then I wanted to uh, plug in the Tripping Billy's Jam with Warren Haynes from Jazz Fest. Um, yeah. Don't sleep on that. Um, you know, it's a little bit of an odd choice for them to shove Warren in on Billy's, but It's some cool stuff in there. I think people will like it. And I also want to throw in a little bit of the end of Grace Is Gone um, from Maryland Heights on the 15th of May. And some nice little Tim fills and some Buddy Piano, which I think a lot of people really love when he gets on that grand piano sound. And, you know, not every song needs the organ. And that piano that he plays there is gorgeous. So why don't y'all check a couple of these audio clips out now? And we'll be back in just a second.
1: you enjoyed those segues of those songs some of our favorite moments from the tour so far just like we're back the day Matthews Band is back this week they have a uh, two-night stand in Camden New Jersey uh Friday beautiful
0: Camden New
1: Jersey yes great tourist spot (laughs) Bruce I believe uh you went there in 2010 and 2013 yeah yeah tell us about your experience there
0: well you know Philadelphia is a fantastic city, a lot of rich history, um, and a lot of cool sites, places to stay, places to see great food. Um, and then the, uh, there's Camden there across the river where the, uh, well, it's not Susquehanna bank anymore. I believe it's the BB and T pavilion now. I don't know. They, like you said, change names all the time, but honestly, like, you know, I give Camden a hard time. It's a lot of fun that place has been awesome i've been lucky enough to see two of the better shows that have gone down there both night twos in 2010 and 2013 which we don't need to do any set list rundown the moment most people know of 2013 as it's now a live tracks um i'm sure we'll talk about some of this stuff later but anyways here we go is this second part of the tour going to kick off like they ended it. Are we going to have a two-step-into-Halloween opener in Camden, Nolan? What are we going to see? What are we hoping to see?
1: Oh, my God. If they did that, I'm going to have to start changing up my summer plans to accommodate some more shows. Right. I hope they continue the trend of some more tour debuts. I know some of the songs that, uh, that you and I both love that we think would be great a great fit in the rotation with this current lineup. Kit Kat Jam. Mm-hmm. Dreaming Tree, Ooh. and uh, You Never Know. You know, they opened up a few shows in Europe. You never know. Yeah.
0: Cool opener.
1: Great opener. Gosh, I've only seen it once live. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing some lesser-known songs, you know, like a Sweet Up and Down. Yeah. I'm the softy for the 04 songs, too. I'd love to see Crazy Easy and Sugarwell Will make an appearance, and then I know we both desperately, desperately Want to hear Bismarck again? Yes. Oh, great! I mean, you caught
0: me off guard there. I would love to hear Bismarck again. I think it's uh, a Travis Shmackery that it's not on that was not on the new album last year, um, but maybe the next one. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but to throw a couple more your way, and I think you're exactly right. Those would fit absolutely perfectly in rotation. Um, you know, Buddy would sound great on those. I'd love to hear a little. Um, a couple of Buddy fills on Sugar Will. Maybe a little um, piano action there. Not not draw it out too much, just you know, here and there. We'll toss it back and forth between him and Tim. And I think a couple other songs that um, we would... Oh, you did mention Sweet Up and Down, by the way. Gotta give uh, that one a big shout out. I would love to see that one return. But yeah. from that same uh, defunct Lily White Sessions, Busted Stuff would be nice to uh, have a little resurgence here. I think Buddy could really add a lot to that uh, to that song in particular that whole album I think truly um, should get a little more love it's for some reason just got that loungy keyboardy vibe um, well anyways, with Camden kicking off you know they've got two shows there and then I believe they've got an absurdly busy week here um, so we're about to get thrown right into the fire uh, two shows at Camden there's a uh, Dave Solo's show in Cape Cod, I believe that one is on Monday.
1: Yeah, according to the Almanac, it is the okay. Dave Matthews Beach Bash. Ooh. Location unknown, but Cape Cod, somewhere on Cape Cod. That
0: would be um, cool. And then the next night, Dave and Tim at uh, in Date, Cananda- beautiful Cannondaga, New York, uh, c Shout out Finger Lakes region. Um, Need to give another shout out to my man Brad and Ed. Ed, hope you're doing well. Uh, I know you all will be going to the shows. I've been to CMAQ a few times, a couple times with those two nuts. And it is gorgeous. Last time I went there, they uh, they opened with Stone. Um, They always seem to put on a great show there. So that's a couple shows in a row for Dave. Um, I hope his voice is okay because uh, doesn't DMB have a few more shows right after that?
1: They do. Uh, I'm actually... I'm, I just looked at the Almanac, and Dave's actually playing a solo gig tonight in San Francisco. Well, I had not heard of that. I'm
0: sure someone was screaming beforehand. They're probably also screaming that we're not covering... By the way, a um, seg- uh, bad segue at, uh, in a moment. Uh, there is apparently a new version of the song Come Tomorrow with Brandi Carlisle debuting at some point tonight that we're also not talking about because we haven't heard it. So just... Ignore it. so yeah. Dave solo tonight, San Francisco, okay?
1: Yeah, and then you know after the uh, Canon show, you've got June nineteenth in uh, Bethel, New York. DMB is mm-hmm. back. next weekend, you go the classic Mansfield, Massachusetts Friday night. Yes, to the Hartford show Saturday night.
0: And speaking of Friday night, that uh, leads us into the serious Friday concert series which starts this Friday night. Um, we're recording on Wednesday night, so that's in two in 48 hours. We will be listening to the Dave Matthews Band over Sirius XM. Nolan, there's 11 shows, I think uh, 12 summer shows, if you count the Pelham show that they've already uh, released last weekend over yeah. Sirius. Um, can you go ahead and give us a little rundown of the other 11? Because I'm tired of talking.
1: Yes, of course. It's good to get some fresh shows on SiriusXM. They've been killing the Amsterdam and Dusseldorf shows pretty regularly <laughs> on there, so it'd be good to get some fresh blood in there on SiriusXM. Uh, so we've got Camden Night One, June Fourteenth, Mansfield on June Twenty First. The next week we go Deer Creek Night One on the Twenty Eighth. It's always it's always going to be Deer Creek. I know
0: that it's always. some off home mortgage which uh my brother and father are at a um dead and company show there right now i received a text oh. mid uh podcast that uh scarlet fire opened uh the second set so little scarlet begonias into fire on the mountain to start your second set off right at Ruoff off home mortgage screw that gear. Oh, wow.
1: shout out to dead and co shout out john Mayer. go ahead shout out bob weir uh so yeah then next, we uh, jump into July. We got Alpine Night 1, July 5th. SPAC Night 1, July 12th. Charlotte, July 19th. Contemplating. Yeah, we are both contemplating. We'll be set watching for sure to, to see if we make that move. Then uh, West Palm Beach, one of our favorites. Uh, night 1, July 26th. We'll definitely be there. We will definitely be
0: there. You may not, but I will. I,
1: I will definitely not
0: be there. Oh, sorry. But...
1: Neither will you. So uh next I've already bought tickets, my man. Okay. Oh yeah. Jump uh into the future about a month, then August twenty third, Fiddler's Green, Gorge Night One, yeah. August 30th. Oh, Tahoe, September. That's a 6th. stab to the chest at Gorge. Mm. Yeah.
0: Had to sell those tickets.
1: Yes. Uh deepest apologies.
0: We had a personal situation come about. The personal situation
1: is I'm going to be a father, at a boy. Yes, yes. Thank you, Bruce. Congratulations to you and your beautiful wife, Danielle. Yes, thank you, and uh, baby boy uh, Ellingberg, is just postponing the Gorge trip for maybe maybe a year or two. One day, make it out there. Um, Amen.
0: Evan's amphitheater, baby.
1: Yes, and then uh, they'll wrap it up with the Lake Tahoe Friday night show, September 6th, and then Phoenix september 13th okay. uh yeah yeah dmb2 are going into the middle of september
0: that's awesome um everyone if you haven't uh gotten your hands on one of those serious three month free trials i believe that uh you can google that and figure that out or go ahead and subscribe whatever it's five bucks a month i think if you want like the basic internet plan um go ahead and do that you won't you won't regret it. You're going to have a fantastic time listening to all these shows. Um, we have a couple of other things to clean up here before we move on to, uh, well, until we move on to this weekend. The last couple things is that we wanted to discuss were the warehouse warm-up that was released from Charlotte of last year. Um, Nolan, can you uh, talk a little bit about that? Have you listened to it? Um, and, you
1: know, any highlights? Yes, I have listened to it. Unfortunately, didn't uh, make it to that one. Cool intro with the, do you remember my, well, both of our favorites off of uh, Come Tomorrow.
0: Yeah, love that.
1: Nice, nice big-eyed fish in the line. our graves. Billy's from that show has a great Jeff solo, like always. Mm -hmm. Uh, Typical, another fave. One of the better versions of Come On, Come On. Yeah,
0: for sure. And, you know, in the encore is a nice little spot for it.
1: Yeah got pig in the encore too which by the way we should uh we should mention let's throw pig into that into that bowl of songs
0: that we would love to see oh absolutely i mean that would be uh that's always a favorite that 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 can be played twice a show i don't care
1: um just play everything uh, from btcs that's just please we just love it so much we're not mad that you don't play it but we no, just I'm i I'm mad. We matched. just love it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> man. We are, mad. Uh next up, we've got the Rhino's choice, Target exclusive vinyl uh with
0: little rose colored vinyl. Yeah, it teamed up with uh
1: Dave's Dreaming Tree Wines. Shout out to uh our buddy Brendan. It's his uh his favorite wine. Uh so Bruce, you uh <laughs> want to run us <laughs>
0: We actually, yes, I'll I'll go ahead, because we actually did get a uh, track list this week. Um, and I don't want to say that it's unconfirmed, but uh, it is not. I don't believe that it's printed on the Target website, but I don't think we have any reason to believe that these are incorrect. So um, we start off with a little here on out from uh, Fiddler's Green last year. Uh, Can't Stop from Chicago. Raven from The Gorge. Uh, side B, Typical Situation from uh, Guilford, New Hampshire. Uh, side C, Come Tomorrow from Clarkson, Michigan. The Best of What's Around from Burgettstown, Pennsylvania. Satellite from D.C. And our final side, we've got Space Between from Bend, Oregon. Virginia in the Rain, which is not very played very often, full band, uh, from Milwaukee. And then ends out with uh, What Would You Say from Fiddler's Green as well. Um, I'm I'm excited to pick that one up. I think I might stop in and get a little rose wine from uh Target with with this uh vinyl version and pick it up on Friday when it's released. Hopefully they have it at my local Target.
1: Rose all day, baby. I'm drinking for three now. That kind of wraps it up, uh Bruce. I think you
0: have anything else you wanna
1: you wanna say in our I inaugural think episode? I think
0: you're right. I think you're right. It is about time to wrap it up. We've gone on long enough for especially our inaugural episode like you said um and you know we'll talk to you all after the camden shows after this weekend i have some reactions and hopefully there's a lot of positive takeaways from the weekend we do not want to forget to credit our tapers um we've got a couple of the maryland heights songs uh taper jason johnson um thank you sir One of the uh, goats. Again, yes um again andy mendoza for the jtr from dallas and then we've got that Billies with Warren. And that was sent in by an antsmarching.org member. And I don't even know if I'm saying his member name right. Darneted, G-A-R-N-T-D. Thank you very much for the uh, taping of Jazz Fest and that beautiful, rocking Billies with Warren Haynes. Um, so, yeah, I think it is about time to wrap us up. Nolan, tell everybody where they can find us.
1: Shameless plugs here. But we got to do it, so you guys know where to find us. We are at Gray Street Pod. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under that name. On Facebook, we are the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcast, uh, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, but uh, SoundCloud and
0: SoundCloud. and Overcast. Eventually, Apple Podcasts and Overcast are um, they're pending right now. We're still pending review, which hopefully will be cleared up here in a couple days. And we'll be posted on there. And you can find us pretty much anywhere that um you know you consume your podcasts. And you know, please also we have an email address, graystreetpod at gmail.com. Send us an email, give us some feedback. Um don't forget to subscribe, rate, review us, five stars please, on any of those platforms. Um, contact us on twitter facebook instagram shout us out you know tell us what you liked what you didn't like what you'd like to hear from us we'll we're open to just about anything um you know we're learning here this is our first one and we really hope that it didn't suck nolan thanks for joining me man this is going to be a lot of fun and um you know can't wait to talk to you after the candom shows
1: yeah man so excited to be doing this with you uh you know we've known each other for the majority of our lives now, and fun way to stay in touch and talk about our our favorite band. Hope everyone has a great time uh, if you're going to the Camden shows this weekend. Yeah, we stay safe, you. everybody. Stay safe, have fun. Uh, we will see you guys next week.
0: Yes, don't forget to chant JTR, Dave, as many times as possible. But in all seriousness, thanks, that. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys again very much. We'll talk to you guys next week and uh, can't wait to see you again on the corner of Gray Street.